0: Hey everyone, one quick note. In this week's episode, I talk about an Instagram direct message I received, and at the time I couldn't remember the name of the woman who sent it. I went back and searched and searched, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through all my messages, and finally found Geraldine. She calls me and some guy out, and it is glorious. It's at the end with moments with Mama. Spoiler on that note, Mama says a word that I'm pretty sure is made up and talks about how she loves pedestals. It's riveting. Moving on. Women tell all is a strange phenomenon of a show. One might surmise that a DVR which touts 120 minutes of ladies sharing all the things is television just begging to be watched. One might be wrong. The good news is that the producers set the bar really high with a theatrical rose ceremony worthy of our time. It wasn't much time, but I'll take it. Is Madison going to join her fellow contestants at the Home Depot pillar? Or will she traipse off into the shower looking for lords and rings? And then there's the announcement of our new bachelorette and the rumbling of, Who's that girl that shook the interwebs? I'll tell you. The year was 2014. It was a simpler time back then. Coldplay and goop made a conscious decision to uncouple. We finally learned how that guy met those kids' mother. And Adele Dazeem killed it at the Golden Globe singing, Let It Go. But more importantly, Claire Crawley crossed a freshly sprayed asphalt driveway as she walked toward bachelor Juan Pablo in a darling hot pink party dress. Gather the raccoons, ABC intern. We're in for a wild ride. And I couldn't be more excited. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise, and no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe, but thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 157 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin, and we're going to talk about women telling all the things and at the same time telling us nothing. What did you think of last night's episode?
1: Well, you know, I mean, I always start off with a disclaimer that I I hate this show. Yeah. Like, I hate this particular episode. Um, it's like nails on a chalkboard when they start arguing back and forth. I just, I don't know how Harris. well, I do know how, how Harrison sits there because there's an inverse relationship to his aggravation and his paycheck. Uh-huh. And, um, I'm sure I would sit there and listen to that all day, but no, I look, it was a bunch of what we expected. Um, I did, I, I, I do know that, uh, whoever is selling this show, uh, hair extensions, uh, is making <laughs> quite a bit of money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everybody
0: (laughs) we all had longer hair um i I feel like everybody got a tan they must have had some sort of tan special in their swag bag and i feel like we had a lot of uh pants or shorts situations going on gone are the days of cocktail dresses we are doing fancy pants but before we get to women tell all i do want to talk about what was announced on monday good morning america Claire Crawley is the new bachelorette and I must say that I hate green beans readers slash viewers have thoughts and we are 50 50 in I really like this is a good idea or I really hate this is a bad idea it's pretty even and I would like to get your thoughts on what you think first of all Tell us who Claire Crawley is, because some people were in junior high during Juan Pablo's season.
1: Yeah, no, no, uh, you've you've uh, limited her exposure to uh, Juan Pablo's season, but I also believe she did a stint on Bachelor in Paradise where she got engaged. Correct?
0: No, she did two Bachelor in Paradises and then the Bachelor Winter Games, and that's where she got oh, engaged. Okay, in Canadian, okay, okay. so big difference. Big, right. Big so
1: they've difference. they've uh, they've blocked her you know, at various, you know, uh, sets and scenes. And so that, that's going to help because they know how she responds to, to the light and the camera. So that's okay. plus. Okay. Um, now if you recall, she was the kind of nutty hairdresser, which I know that's a redundant statement, but she, she was a, a, a hairdresser, I think from somewhere in California.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and she was even at that time, a little bit older than most of the contestants. Yes, she was. Now, her big claim to fame, at least before all of the uh, subsequent appearances on the show, was being the one who um, was, um, how do we put this correctly, Uh, defiled by Juan Pablo in the surf. Mm
0: -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Approximately three to four episodes in. Yes. Uh, And then Juan Pablo, um, I guess, showed us all what a big jerk he is. And um, she was uh, devastated. Now, Claire uh, went back on several shows, as we've stated, but – she was always kind of nutty and, but she seemed, um, in the interviews I've seen now, she's 38 years old, which, Mm -hmm. you know, my God, I mean that she might as well be in that bachelor senior Senior. thing.
0: Yeah. Big time.
1: Uh, But you know, it's a clear message. Look, that ABC is responding to its demographics saying, Hey, enough of this millennial arguing Instagram model nonsense. We have to move to somebody more mature. I think it's a good move. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I don't remember liking her too much. um, but we'll see. You know, it's it's been a few years and she's, um, you know, she's not an Instagram influencer yet. And right. she's probably making a decent living cutting hair back in California. And this sounds like an opportunity of a lifetime for her. And I will say before I let you talk, which I've been hugging the first portion of this podcast, uh, interview with her that I've seen. She seems really grateful and happy to be associated with the show. And so mm-hmm. I think she's off to the right foot. On the I, right
0: foot. I agree with Everything you said, I would like to add that a lot of people have a problem with she's tried this five times. Can't she just give it up? I get where they're going, but let me point out that being the bachelorette is different from being one of the many. So now that she is in control, I'm using air quotes of her destiny, if it's just a normal season, which it won't be, I understand that, but if it's just a normal season, I think that. She is far enough removed, even from the Winter Games, which was two years ago. She hasn't been around. They don't trot her out every chance they get. But she is annoying from a drama standpoint. And that was way back when. Now, if we add a few years on her, get some maturity behind her, I think if we pull back and, and see her talking to the raccoons in the jungle at Bachelor in Paradise, everybody's bringing that up. Of course she knows that they're filming that. And it's a bit that she's doing, in my opinion. So I think that she is playful. She understands how the game goes. And she really, 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 truly, truly, truly wants to find a husband. That's clear. So I think, as you said, getting a more mature bachelor, bachelorette, helps us let these babies grow up a little bit. Meaning... When we have Bachelor in Paradise, they can't all be 22, 23 years old. The 22-year-old doesn't really want to get married, you know, 80% of the time. So I think that, that you're exactly right when they say we're looking at our demographics and we're skewing. There are several people who had never even heard of Juan Pablo season or they chose not to watch Juan Pablo season. But she's still enough in there where you either know her enough or she's brand new in your mind, which a lot of people have wanted too. So I kind of think she is the best of both worlds and it was a very smart decision.
1: Yeah, I think she's going to do well. And I think that, um, look, the other thing we have to look at is, um, what is the source of all the drama on these shows? And it's, it's always the dudes, right? Um, or, or the, 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 in this case, the dudes or on the bachelorette, it's the pack of women. It's the, this is what fascinates me about the show, because let's be honest, it's not about finding love. I mean, she, she's not going on the show, finding love. She's going on to be famous and hopefully she makes a connection. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, let's just be honest. And it, it is an opportunity of a lifetime. And I have to say, if I were in her shoes, why not? You know, right. the money, money's good. You get treated like a queen and you know, there's some downside, but whatever. Um, but I think they're going to, they got to get a crop of guys that a, want a date to 38 year old, mm-hmm. um, And, uh, and B, uh, it can actually talk to a 38 year old. Now, if I recall correctly, she's not an intellectual giant, but Mm -hmm. she's also, you know, 15 years older than your average contestant this season. And life experience does have to, you know, does, does count for something in my Mm -hmm. opinion. So, you know, look, I'm, I'm excited for her. I hope she does well. And, um, we'll see what happens.
0: Do you think they're going to give her young guys
1: Here's here's what I think. I think I, I, I hinted at this earlier when 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 I uh, chatted with you earlier. But I, here's what I think is going to happen. I think that um, they're going to have your group of like mature guys between say 33 and 42, right?
0: Guys who may have a 401k. Let's just say,
1: right? Or 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 a car um, <laughs> that's paid for. Or um, maybe home they, they, they live
0: they, in without their parents. Okay. Right.
1: They didn't spend their money on a Rolex Submariner <laughs> and still live in an apartment. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know. Okay. Got <laughs> and, it. Uh, yeah. But in order to make it interesting, they're going to pick some hunky, you know, 25-year-old dude that's got nothing going on except his looks. And yeah. they're going to throw him in the mix.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, and you know she'll like him. She will. She'll, she'll hold dope. on to him through, I don't know, five out, and then she'll have to get rid of him because he's too young and she can't take him to her hometowns.
1: Or she'll make a stupid decision and stay with him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we also have a rose ceremony, which we were kind of wondering about. Are we going to have to wait until the finale for this very dramatic, scandalous, theatrical rose ceremony? And we did not. true. Truth talk, right now, some guy in Austin, did you think Madison was going to show up? No. No, okay. You thought not at all show up or show up and say, I can't do this and leave? You just thought she was gone.
1: I thought she was gone until the finale, which I thought she would show up and tell Peter, I look, I can't, sorry. But so, so two things, the funniest part, I think, was we start out and it's like Peter's, under the under the tree, like, you know, he's like George Washington, like telling dad he just chopped down the apple tree or whatever, you know, like or the cherry tree or whatever the hell it was. But you know, he's got his head down, his hands in his pocket, he's like rubbing his shoe on the ground and Harrison is just like it's everything Harrison can do to be like, Hey, gotcha. Let's talk. We knew you'd bang a bowl. How's that? Put Madison third. How was that for you? Yeah, my idea.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that it was. It to me that's that's the whole sad part of this entire thing. Not sad, I guess, but you have Hannah Ann getting dressed in her flapper out, outfit and glossing up, and then you have Victoria. She looked great, by the way. Yeah, she looks.
1: Like, and then and then uh, the irony too is what's her face, Victoria, put on white, you know, because she wants yeah. to marry Pete.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: but putting white on her, I'm not and sure looked that's great. A decision. She
0: looks yeah. great in her sheath silky dress. Not many people can pull that off, yeah. and he is distraught under the tree with Harrison because Madison is not there. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you that he wants Madison to win this thing, I don't know what does, or it's just the turmoil of him well, how with about this. not
1: sleeping with two people after she asked them to.
0: Well, there you go. I don't know that I because I really don't think he thought she would walk, which by the way. She didn't because she shows up and she walks up. He has this great, you see his shoulders drop in just relief. And then the first rose is given to Hannah Ann. Did you think that was interesting?
1: Well, she showed up first.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, so then the second rose is given to Madison and she death grip hugs him. And he says, will you accept this rose? And she says, yeah. And he says, are you sure? sure?" Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. And that embrace and the emotion behind it, you saw Hannah Ann's attitude change just right then.
1: Yeah. You certainly did. She twitched. And then um, I thought it was even funnier. It was more of a subtle tell when uh, Hannah Ann looks over at Victoria and says, She's here. Yeah. And when Victoria Ann was like, Or Victoria Ann, (laughs) (laughs) might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Victoria Ann sees that um, Madison Ann shows up. (laughs) And she's like, you just, that look is like, oh, I'm toast. I'm going to have to rely on Instagram now. And she
0: didn't, Victoria didn't, she, she teared up a little bit, but she she wasn't, yeah, she wasn't as distraught as, and she even kind of dismissed him like, yeah, I know. And gets in the SUV or the limo and leaves.
1: And then there was that moment like, he's like, all right, we have to sit on the bench and I have to tell you some things. And she just looked over it. And then she goes. It is what it is. Oh, well, yes, yeah, and She said can... it again in limo, and then finally they feed her enough information, like probably driving around with a, a flute of champagne that um, is bottomless until she cried.
0: Now, now, do you think she handled herself well at Women Tell All?
1: I have not. I, I will tell you this. I have not seen a recovery mm-hmm. like that from a bad guy. I don't think ever. There's one other. Who is the one? There's one season where... Maybe it was Michelle Money or somebody but somebody took some PR lessons. I mean, she did as well as anyone could have done in that circumstance. I thought she I thought she saved a lot of face and yep. I think that she's now sufficiently prepared for paradise.
0: Yeah, exactly. She <laughs> she did some things right. She kept her mouth shut for she the most part. She took responsibility
1: which she hadn't done the entire season. You know, she, she was like, "Yeah, it was my fault." And
0: She did. And I think that I think that needed to happen. She was not dressed so provocatively, even though she didn't have a top on. But she wasn't dressed very provocatively at all compared to some of the other outfits we saw. She took she took complete responsibility. She also told Peter, whenever she was asked back up to the hot seat when Peter came out, uh, she said, I think you're great and wish you nothing but the best. And right. she also denied all the rumors, which Chris Harrison straight up asked her, are you a home wrecker and she said no those are all rumors what's your yeah. theory
1: well my theory is that uh, that's abc doing her a solid you know i mean okay. they, they give her give it giving her a chance to deny it i think at the end of the day they realized because you know we're, we're going to talk about this in a minute the whole like bullying online thing mm-hmm. i think that had everything to do with it because they they i think somebody in there realized look we're actually really affecting people's lives in an incredibly negative way yeah um, and I think that that's just some, Hey, let's get let's give her a chance to deny it. Uh, and then we're not going to ask any hard follow up questions, but, right. um, you know, good for them. I mean, whatever it's, it's inconsequential at this point, she's going to go on what you call it. And, and it's all over with. So what do they have to lose by letting her just say no? Um, uh, I was uh, wondering what your feelings were about Madison coming back. Now I have very strong feelings about it because I feel like, I feel like she was probably talked into coming back,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I by the producers, not by anyone else. And and I feel like she just looks so defeated. Yep. Um, and I thought she might have the stones to not accept a rose, but you know, the other thing is they left her alone, obviously, in some hotel room in a resort where she probably couldn't call her family. And you know, she's like Patty Hearst or something. She's just like <laughs> waiting for the next bank robbery, but um. You know there's got to be this this incremental kind of rationalization of that whole situation, right? Because I think mm-hmm. when she said, i'm I'm gone. like when when she walked away, mm-hmm. I think from the fantasy date, I think she's done. And then I think they start working on her, you know, and they say, well, what if this and what if that? And what if he's the one? Uh, and one thing you don't have at twenty three years old is perspective. Like, yeah, you, you know, she could walk away from that guy tomorrow and ten years from now, None of that, none of that's going to matter. Shoot, you know, 10 minutes from now, none of that's going to matter. But I just think that, you know, incrementally, she talked herself into, okay, I'll do it. Now, whether that's out of a sense of obligation to her handler or the show or whatever, but I would be really disappointed if they end up together. Let me just say that just because I feel like uh, she drew a line in the sand and I felt like she was so close to sticking with it. And I just, she does. Come Monday and Tuesday of next week, our six-hour finale.
0: <laughs> I, I would think the exact same thing. There were times when, uh, I guess, whenever I didn't want her to show up, is me wishful thinking, hoping that she didn't show up. Just like you said, so she could hold on to that stance that she took. Part of me wonders, though, if she still leaves um, after this. Like maybe they they made her stay her face did say a lot she did look just defeated and down and not wanting to be there and confused and I think that maybe she still goes wouldn't you think
1: I, I look I, I I don't know what the big twist is at the end either she doesn't show up or she decides to leave who Who knows I, I, I is everyone guessing and I'll give them credit. I think for the first time in a long time, um, we have a secret ending. Right. Um,
0: they have said it on multiple occasions that even Peter doesn't know how it ends, yeah. which sounds that weird. Yeah. But maybe he doesn't pick anybody. And then at after the final rose is whenever he says, I would really like to date Madison. And but she had already left the show or... But Laura, my roommate, is convinced he really wants to date Hannah Brown, and she's gonna, she's <laughs> going to show up at after no. the final rose. Not no, New she's Zealand. She's not welcome. Her, not New Zealand, but no. after the final rose. No,
1: her her privileges have been revoked by the the powers that be over there. I'm telling you, they don't want her anywhere near the show anymore. Um, but but he, here's here's the question though. Okay. Um. If Madison leaves, like, whatever, mid-rose ceremony or mid, you know, getting ready or whatever, if she just throws on a T-shirt and her Lululemon pants and and decides to hightail at home, does that spawn the I'm-so-sorry-I-really-am conversation with Hannah Ann where he goes and says, I can't pick you because I'm in love with Madison?
0: See, okay, I don't know because then why is he in a rose ceremony outfit where he has to take to the bed and lay on the rolled-up jeans?
1: Because she because Madison leaves before she gets to the, the Pier One podium. Is Pier 1 still open, by the way?
0: No, but we, it's, we call it the Home Depot podium. So I... I <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been rechristened. That's it's the Pier good,
0: 1 no. Bureau where they used to pit all of the faces up in frames. Ah, that's that, right. What about
1: World a, Market? Is that still yeah, around? Yeah, it cheap, is.
0: There's one line. here. But see that... Uh, okay, so so explain that timeline to me then. Because if he's in regular clothes telling somebody in a hallway, I'm so, so sorry... That's well, here, here's
1: what I think. Him here,
0: telling him telling Hannah Ann goodbye, and he's assuming the next day he's only proposing to Madison, and then Madison doesn't show up.
1: No, so here's the deal. I think, you know, they got both of them, they step out of the limo, and Peter's sitting there sweating his ass off, you know, with two rows or one rows um, indefinitely until Harrison walks up with that Harrison grin on his face, and you see whoever's shoe comes down off mm-hmm. the limo and you go, Oh my gosh, it's Hannah Ann, she's first, she's done. Um, I don't even think we get there. I think uh, he's standing there on the Rose, the, the Home Depot podium mm-hmm. uh, amongst the flora and fauna. Yes. And Harrison comes up and says, hey, man, uh, before you do what you're going to do, let me just tell you that Madison left. Mm. And that's when he freaks out. And, and so then he, he's got to get out of his Rose ceremony suit. Uh, and then he goes and talks to Hannah and says, look, I'm really sorry. Um, and then he tries to contact Madison. We don't know where she stands. And that's why Peter doesn't know where it, how it ends.
0: Okay. That's Interesting. Would you like to hear the conspiracy theory that, uh, my friend Blake came up with last night?
1: Sure. I'm sure it's just as viable as the one I just espoused <laughs> without any, <laughs> without any, anything anchoring it to the ground go ahead
0: <laughs> exactly exactly because uh, the more you pull at that thread it falls apart but just go with me for humor sake sure sure he thinks that um, the whenever Harrison says we've just found out this news <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah which it's, means I've known about this for a week
0: <laughs> it's Kelly coming back because she's pregnant which is why she wasn't on <laughs> women till all. <laughs>
1: That one's the best. If she shows up with like an ultrasound picture, (laughs) and it's got like a pilot hat on, she's like drawing a pilot hat over the embryo. (laughs) Surprise! Oh my god! Give me some jeans for the back of my head. I've got to lay down.
0: (laughs) I gotta lay down on this one. Oh, pillow. Oh, Congratulations, man.
1: Mrs. Smith. Yeah, I she's <laughs> got to tell uh, uh, Sully Sullenberger. Because that would
0: make sense because she's sleeping with him before the show even starts. Do the math, man. Do the yeah. math.
1: She had the baby bump. Maybe, maybe that's why she couldn't fully participate in the pillow fight. This is starting to make more <laughs> sense.
0: <laughs> she had to lay down on that bench. She tired. She growing a human. Okay, let's go to what we learned during Women Tell All. I think Elia uh, is loud and obnoxious all the time. Those are yeah. her words, not mine. Yep. Yep. And that's um, someone
1: who didn't appear too contrite about anything at no. all. And this she looked
0: fabulous some... in her black jumpsuit. It was very Liza with a Z. Uh, McKenna's still wounded. Would you agree well, with that statement? Uh, she,
1: yeah, and, and and I think the words and this is this is sort of actually. This is me just being my age now because a couple times it was – it was propositioned both by Peter uh, and by some of the other – like McKenna and some of the other folks on the panel there Mm -hmm. that there was bravery involved in going Mm -hmm. on the Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. show. Be brave to put yourself out there and whatever. I'm like, dude, these these people take – a hundred pictures of themselves, you know, in a bikini on Instagram every day. There's nothing brave about going on a show where they get exposure. They all want that. True. Um, I don't think it was brave. Um, I think McKenna really believes that she's been wrong somehow.
0: Yeah, she hasn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, she, she'll do just fine. I think. Um, I I did pull up. Um, you know, I think uh, you know this for my job. I have. To, I, I don't post anything or whatever, but I do have an Instagram where I can look people up because I have mm-hmm. to do that for my job. And, uh, when, now when I go on for some, you know, how they know everything about you, but for some reason, when I go on now, I just get that all the bachelor feed. Yeah. I guess it knows, knows who I am.
0: They do big Brother is uh, watching.
1: Yeah. It's It's first of all, it's terrifying. Uh, but there's a lot of like McKenna and like really cute outfits, like doing a dance with a friend of hers, um, jumping around and, and just being carefree and happy. So I think mm-hmm. she's okay
0: and she'll go to paradise and of course Tammy of course will. will go to paradise too because she and Tammy hate each other so naturally they'll they'll both be there and they'll both want to date the same guy Tammy, Tammy is still, still see a little bit. she's yeah. still mean Tammy is yes. still mean but she she owned that character she she knew that was her character and and she owned it Kelsey thinks that crying is is that much is totally normal and we should embrace it and she gets some a confidence boost from Ashley Iconetti.
1: Best A third line. Third party
0: endorsement. Yes. Best. What was the best line ever?
1: I never said I was sober.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw Polly who brought out the big bottle yes. of champagne. You yes. love
1: Polly. I do. I love he he helped Roz pack her <laughs> when uh, Jake Pavelka got cheated on at his own <laughs> cocktail party. And you have no idea. Every time those words roll off my tongue. <laughs> I get giddy inside. An angel
0: gets his wings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a pilot gets his fake wings on his cargo plane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Who do you think looked the best out of all the panel of ladies?
1: You know, I, I thought a lot of them looked done up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, for, what's the one that looks like Posh Spice? What's her name? <laughs> Uh, Sydney? Sydney. Sydney.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: She looks like Posh Spice and a Kardashian yes. um, had a child. Um, I, oof, I don't. You know. I thought that. Um, I thought Kelsey looked fantastic. Okay. Uh, I never found McKenna very attractive, but there was something very b- attractive about her last night. Okay. Uh, I thought the who's the uh, Victoria, the one with the. F-
0: okay. Yeah. The other Victoria, Victoria blonde. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. She didn't do. She looked too fake. Like she looked too.
0: She did. She looks a little plastic.
1: But if I had to pick the best, I would say Kelsey or okay. McKenna looked the best.
0: Okay. Again, I like to The black jumpsuit was awesome. <laughs>
1: She looked great. She, and she looked like she lost – like, like like lost – she looked like she had taken care of herself. You know, like she was definitely not like rolling around in alcohol sad about her – you know, it looked like she'd moved on.
0: I hope she goes to paradise too. That would be super-duper yeah. well, fun.
1: You know what's even more impressive about her looking like fit and trim and in shape is she's from San Antonio and it is virtually impossible to find any place to eat out there without the word taco in it. So <laughs> – live in a city like that where there's just like no like if you go to LA like you could go anywhere and get you know vegan this and whatever that and you know not in San Antonio it's like everything has a tortilla and refried beans attached to it so So good
0: good. what you're saying is Alea is the brave one
1: uh, she's very brave to uh, attempt <laughs> fitness in a city where there's uh, lard and um, refried beans floating around in every place. So, yeah, uh, I think she's. I'm
0: so hungry right now. That sounds great. <laughs> How did you
1: feel about the, uh, the bullying segment? Was that something we're going to talk about?
0: Yeah, I think that. Um... Bringing you- Rachel Lindsay on to talk about it, what was confusing to me first is it took him about a good four minutes to explain what it is that Rachel Lindsay was on the stage for. Right. Uh, but i I think that it is, I think that it's smart for ABC to do it, and I think it's just a day and age where that message needs to be out there that online bullying is a thing, and um. What do you that, think
1: spurred that on? You think there was an incident or you think they're just a dress
0: I mean, because she she read some of the tweets and direct messages on air. Yeah, and people are mean. People the ones are just that, Yeah, that say, go kill yourself. And I,
1: I can't – can you imagine, Look, under what what circumstances – I was thinking about this. I, I don't care how – I mean, Jake Pavelka, for instance, I have a visceral reaction to that guy. I would never – Mm-mm. send him a tweet or whatever that says go kill yourself or yeah. anything hateful like that like yeah. i just i don't get i don't get how you get from i'm watching the bachelor to i'm going to send you know racial epithets and yeah. wishes that this person kill himself I, it's beyond me but i guess i guess it's the right thing to do i just think it's maybe maybe a little bit disingenuous because they sort of they sort of fan those flames, I think, occasionally on the show, you yeah, know,
0: I think I think that is right. And I think there's the whole idea of these people are choosing to do this and they're choosing to be on and they're choosing. And and I, I agree with Peter when I say criticism is different or, um, you know, whenever you choose to wear that outfit, I think that, you know, that that's something that we can poke fun of and. And everybody knows that mine is all in all in good fun, and I and I make up eighty percent of my recap. We all know but, that, but I yeah, think but- that the, the idea of I'm going to go on a reality show, and I'm going to choose to stand in a bikini, and I'm going to choose to put it all out there. No one is ever expecting to get back you're ugly and you should kill yourself.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, there's a line. It's like, like when athletes, you know, they, we, they talk about this all the time, those guys go and they, you know, particularly like basketball, for instance, where the audiences or the the, the fans are right on top of you. You know, Mm -hmm. there's so many things, so many things you can yell, uh, within the confines of the stadium that wouldn't be acceptable in the real world. But even there, there's a line where you don't, you don't cross and, um, yeah. say people, I mean, just, people just amaze me though. It's just, it's, it's to do. be that hateful to yeah. somebody it's, you don't even it's, know.
0: It's the day and age where you can hide behind a screen name and, you know, um, an avatar and, and say a whole bunch of stuff. I probably get maybe four or five negative emails or direct messages a week of people who are saying things to me it's not nearly as bad as what they're saying to these people
1: certain people and and I guess we all learn this lesson but but the, the most miserable people I've ever met in my entire life um cannot simply be happy for someone you
2: yeah. know what i mean like yeah. like a,
1: like for instance you published two books um it would be really easy for me to be like oh they suck and i'm just you know you're just you got lucky and I, how, why would anyone I, I never understood that mentality why what what you publishing your two books was is taking away from me yeah and I guess that people feel slighted when they I don't know it's a, we, we could talk about it all day but like you know I remember when you told me you got your book deal I remember feeling really really happy for you and I mm-hmm. and I think and that's just one example but I, you know I think of other examples in my life where somebody's successful around me, And even if it's something I'm attempting to achieve, I may get bummed out for a second and be like, oh, man, I wish that was me. But I still don't take that out on another person and say they're successful and I hate them because I'm not. I just I don't get that. But uh, so just people go through life like that have to be just miserable Miserable. in their own heads. Oh,
0: my gosh, they have to be miserable. And I, I like the way it ended where Alexa, the girl with the big afro who looks fabulous I've always loved her hair and she was saying people were talking about her hair which I think is so weird I wouldn't have ever thought to talk about her hair but she said um it you just have to focus on all the positive things because that the 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 percentage of people who are being so mean and hateful compared to the percentage of people who are lifting you up and being so kind is it's night and day in in yeah. my world, it's night and day. So I hope it's night and day in their world yeah. too. Well,
1: the problem is that you it's a lot easier to remember a negative comment than it yeah, is it ten is. positive ones. yeah. and um, I have a
0: tendency to focus on the negative. so i, I work I work on that. that's yeah. it's well, good.
1: On. You've you've grown you've grown uh, exponentially since uh, we 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 met. Now let me ask you this. I did want to. Thanks. I do want to bring up one thing on <laughs> a serious note. Tell
0: me how exponentially <laughs> I've grown since we met. That's so crazy. You got a
1: much thicker skin. I think. <laughs> I I know. I mean that. In I like don't a cry like Kelsey pot,
0: anymore. You, no,
1: you don't. Um, I think
0: I've become crustier in my old age. That's what yeah. my mom said.
1: Yeah, well, you'll pretty much be out out, uh, out in the driveway pretty soon telling people to get off your lawn. Get off which,
0: my lawn. Uh, yeah. Get um, off my roommate's lawn. Now, I have a question for you.
1: I uh, can't wait to answer.
0: Are you going to watch Listen to Your Heart? No. Why? We don't, you know, all right, here, here's the deal. Come I'll make, on, I'm, you got to find I'm, love in the music world. Where uh, are the Jeds going to go and the well, he who must not be named?
1: Here's, here's the problem. I have I have a couple problems. Number one, I have okay. a job. Well, uh, okay, which I have to go to on a, Darn on a regular it. basis. Um, n- number two, um, it, it doesn't interest me. The subject, it's it, it, finding love through the art of terrible hey, pop. It's music. your
0: dirty dancing show all over again. You yeah, just, but you just makes music instead of the dance.
1: It's flirty dancing and Jenna Dewan. Hosts <laughs> it. That's the difference.
0: Well, this one is listen to your heart. Our ho- our host, Chris Harrison hosts it.
1: Okay. Well, okay. So here's, I'll make you a deal. Okay. Um, I'll watch the first one if you'll have me on your podcast
0: Sure, (laughs) and
1: we can talk about it.
0: And we can say, Um, love it or leave it.
1: Yes. I cannot commit to a whole season. Uh, When does that, when does that nonsense start?
0: An April date.
1: So oh, okay. So I don't, have to, like, to, I don't have to watch six hours of a, the finale and then it follows the finale.
0: No, it does not. It does not. Now, I will say that I, I'm i trying to decide if I'm going to watch it. I don't think I'm going to cover it because help me Lord. But I might do Instagram stories whenever I watch it and that could be fun. I will say May 18th, I just learned this yesterday because I did some digging. That's when The Bachelorette actually starts. I don't know why in my head I got all confused thinking, oh, my gosh, it's going to be later because she hasn't had her season yet. But this is how it happens every single year. I just forget. It's, so on, she, yeah,
1: it's on Memorial Day-ish, right? Somewhere uh, there.
0: Yes, May 18th yeah, is whenever yeah. it starts. So she's in the next six weeks, of course, is whenever she's going to f- find love and, and go. You know, I don't know if they're going to let them go out of the United States, though, with the corona happening. But you know, she might find love d- domestically. And, 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 you know, Nebraska could be the perfect place yeah, but to listen, fall in love. There,
1: there are plenty of rooftop bars yes. in the United States that we could, we could, uh, frequent that hey, are coronavirus free.
0: Hallsville, Texas might be the perfect place to fall in love at the Dairy Queen.
1: Does the Dairy Queen, um, in Hallsville have a rooftop bar?
0: No, but it does have <laughs> Butterfinger blizzards.
1: <laughs> well, that might actually, you know what? If I were to pick, like if someone came up to me on the street and said, listen, I got two choices. You can go to a rooftop bar with seven really bitter, anxious women who are going to fight over you. Yeah. Or you can sit here and have a Butterfinger. What is it? Blizzard. Blizzard. Butterfinger Blizzard. I think I'd probably pick the Blizzard.
0: I would, too. Heck, yeah. Have you ever had one of those?
1: Of course, I have. I've been oh the my DQ. Gosh. Um, so you know, there's uh, the DQ. It's it's um, it's a dying, uh, dying sort <gasps> of uh, place.
0: And maybe Claire will go to Austin and try to keep things weird and find love there.
1: Do you think maybe the last Brad back?
0: Ugh. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that was a terrible reaction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let, me ask, let me ask that I said again. <laughs> hey, Lindsay, do you think the last Brad back? in light to Claire's age?
0: He is already doing. The senior version of The Bachelor.
1: He is. He's like, wait, he's got to be 48 by now, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, my
0: gosh. I have to say, I I wish I remembered the commenter's name. I'm so sorry, commenter, that I don't remember your name. But she halfway chastised us for not... For you not mentioning Gwen for the senior version of the Bachelor, <laughs> oh she said that was a softball pitch that you both missed, well, and I said tell- you
1: are right. No, let me tell you why I didn't mention Gwen. Is she's too old for this? <laughs> <senior>. <laughs> Do you remember? I mean, she was forty-two. Back she was. She was when she was on uh, Brad's season. No, she, was,
0: she wasn't. Look it
1: up. I promise she you, she was, was in her forties. Yes, and um, oh. somebody commented on her eggs or something, I remember. Oh, no. Hang on, I'm actually going to Google it right now. You Google
0: so, it. Go- Gwen, use the Google box and see what it says.
1: Gwen from Bachelor. Uh, Gwen Goya, she was born, are you ready? I'm ready. March 2nd, 1971, which would make her 48 years old. Okay. Actually, 49 as of yesterday. <laughs>
0: oh, good. Happy birthday, Gwen. <laughs> Happy birthday, Gwen. <laughs> So is she married and is her daughter ready to be a bachelor is the better question. Well,
1: listen to, her, listen to her IMDb page. Gwen, what? I won't say her last name. Gwen was born March 2nd, 1971 in Buffalo, New York. She's an actress known oh. for, are you ready? Yes. The Bachelor.
0: Yeah, there we go. I remember.
1: Listen, 2002.
0: <sighs> so she was like that Alex it, dude. Yeah. Or Aaron. 18, Aaron.
1: 18 years ago. <laughs> Um, Bachelor Gosh. Pad 2010, which she would have been. Oh well, okay, she was 38, right? That was oh, what 10 she, years ago. Yeah, so she, she was, was 39 Claire's age. She was 39, and then, uh, of course, you and I probably because we're so busy, we haven't seen this one. But she's also in a movie called Thirteenth Grade.
0: Let's do it. Let's look it up right now on Netflix. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I do, I do want to, uh, I do want to uh, send a, a full throated apology out to the person who yes. was. Yes. Uh, um. Uh, mentioning Gwen, and uh, that so is a good smart. catch. I probably Such
0: a good catch. Such a good. Maybe catch. she
1: could be like Harris's co-host. That would be legit.
0: Yeah, that would be legit on the Golden Years, Golden <laughs> Girls, Golden Age.
1: <laughs> She's like the B Arthur of the Bachelor franchise. <laughs> Let's fly, let's fly away.
0: Hey, thank y'all for listening. Another big shout out to Geraldine for making some guy in Austin and I laugh about the Golden Girls version of The Bachelor. Let the record show, I would totally sign up for that show, and I would definitely be Betty White, claimed. Thanks to last night's game for setting up the official I Hate Green Beans Bachelor bracket, and a huge congratulations to Annalisa for her win this week. Oh, girl! One more quick note, I'm setting up speaking engagements for 2020, so keep me in mind if you have an event coming up in the summer or fall, you can email me or message me through all my socials. You can find me at Lindsey on Twitter and at Lindsey Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my regular books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Stay strong, Nashville. Stay safe, world. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.
1: I'll be holding you
2: so near.
0: And now, a moment with
2: Mama. Hi slink. Slim pickens on this one. Well, we're in Australia. Look like a hilltop or something with two roses on a pedestal. I just love pedestals. I have one. I'm gonna put a nice fern on it. Okay, back to Peter. Peter is hes in breakdown mode. He still wants all three. You can't do it, Peter. It's illegal. But wait. There's only two. Where is that Maddie? Well, Gee hokey, here she comes in that red dress. <laughs> oh, gosh, she's so pumped. Okay, I'm going to cut through the drama. You know, I, it, it was so dramatic that I just have to let all that go. So he sends Victoria on her way, but before the limo ride, he swore to God, to Victoria, that he was falling for her. Okay, she's gone. It is what it is. Back on the hilltop, the toast from Maddie. Dang it, I got distracted with my deaf and blind dog, so I missed what she toasted. Okay, it'll all come out in the wash. Promise. When it comes time for the girls tell all, wait a minute, women tell all, I'm not going there. All it was was bleep bleep. I didn't know what bleep bleep they were saying, bleep bleep. I've never been a real big fan of women tell all, so... I'm just not going to waste your time with it, (laughs) yeah.